Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC Sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. Welcome into the Inside Carolina podcast. This is a UNC football recruiting podcast recorded on a Wednesday morning. As always, with the beautiful and talented Don Callahan. Don, what's going on? Not too much. Just uh, dealing with all the craziness that is the, I guess, the coronavirus pandemic. What about you? How's uh, How are you dealing with all this crazy stuff? Yeah, man, it's just a different time we're living right now. Social distancing and are you isolation. actually social social dis- distancing and isolating yourself? Because you're you're a happening guy. You're out there in in the clubs and you know <laughs> at the bars Dude, every no. night. No, no. Well, first of all, I'm never. I don't go out at all or go to clubs or bars. Um, really? Yeah, all my friends are married and have kids. So what do you do on a typical not not this time frame but you know like two months ago um watch netflix at home no way yeah so i would say one thing that affects me is my, my workout group in the morning which i do and actually ben sherman is part of it but we don't go to the same ones that uh, has been canceled so wow. the big group workouts i've been missing this more i mean i have been getting together with one or two friends and working out um but isn't this all this stuff outside? That. Yeah, it's all outside. So I, I did that. I mean, I've, I've done it every morning. It's just been smaller groups. Okay. So, but why would it cancel it if it's outside and you can easily kind of make sure you're at a distance? Well, because it was groups of like 10, 15 people and we're high-fiving and we're huddling up and stuff. So that has been canceled. I, I mean, I think that's the whole point is to stop the uh, stop the curve. And so we've been uh, – you try to limit your, uh, limit your exposure to other people. Gotcha. Who knows gotcha. who has it? This is true. This is true. We could have had yeah. it and, and not even known. For me, it's uh, it's kind of, well, I guess like 75% of my day is basically the same because, as you know, I work from home. Um, yeah. And my wife also works from home. So we've already kind of gotten our feel with that. And my kids are in year-round school, and they are actually technically tracked out right now. So yeah. they would be home anyway. Um the only difference for them is that everybody is out of school. So, you know, we, we've let our kids go outside and play, um, which has actually been great because uh, they've been playing nonstop. The major difference for me is that I, like, have nothing to look forward to in it now. Like, I didn't realize, like, one, I mean, I've mentioned a bunch of times on the podcast, I, I truly enjoy my kids playing the sports. I love going to the practices and all that. All that stuff's canceled. Um and then sports has been crazy. Like, you know, I guess what really hit me was last Thursday when the Flyers were supposed to play Tampa Bay. And hours before that, they put the season on hold. And it's so weird yeah. because I literally, there are multiple times in the day, still to this day, this morning, I did it, where I reach for my phone and go to look at scores. And I'm like, whoa, mm. there hasn't been any games in forever. And I even have moments where I'm like, all right, well, let me just check the standings. And, I'm, and, I, and I have like this internal fight where I'm like, dude, you know what the standings are. They haven't changed in a week. So, yes, yeah, so that's been a little bit of a the change for me. Yeah. I mean, I was covering the ACC tournament last week, and it got canceled. And obviously UNC was out, and they played their last game. But I was going to keep going to the games because I had a press pass. Mm-hmm. And – AC tournament canceled, NCAA tournament canceled. I was actually looking forward, even though UNC was not going to be in the NCAA tournament, I was looking forward to kind of being a fan and just watching the tournament without covering it. Because when you watch it, when you're at a site covering a game and covering a couple games, you don't really watch as much. And I was excited about just sitting on my couch and watching every single game. Yeah, no, that's – I'm I'm not a big college basketball fan at all, but I absolutely love March Madness. And so once they kind of canceled that, I was like, I was, and I was curious to see, cause initially 
they were going to have it, but without fans. And I was curious yeah. to see what that was going to be like, um, even though I knew it would be weird, but I was just, you know, a curiosity thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just crazy times. Um, no NBA. Who knows when kids will go back to school? I don't, I'm not, I don't think UNC, so UNC football, UNC sports has canceled all spring activities. So no spring practice. That was going to consume my work for the next month. Hmm. Practice starts today. Start was going to start today on Wednesday. Um, who know? I don't know if students are going to come back to campus. No, they're 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 not. And the only reason why I know is my my cousin goes uh, goes to UNC Wilmington, and she has until Sunday to get all of her stuff out. Have they officially dorm. canceled canceled school for the whole semester? It, it's canceled. Or, there's no in person school, so they have to do stuff online. Okay. Everything's done online. Are you breaking and news I, from Dom? Well, but I don't think this is actually breaking news. I just don't think that. I mean, there's been so much stuff that's been canceled and so many, so many changes yeah. and everything. So, so I could see how you can miss some of this. And I think um, there's already been a state. I think it was like Kansas or something that's come out and said all schools, you know, regardless of what school you're done for the rest of the year, sort of thing. It is really crazy times. Um, all right, we're gonna try to distract you from these crazy times and dive into some football recruiting talk. Not a lot of new news. A lot of it deals with the coronavirus, how that affects UNC football recruiting. There was a commitment last night, which was Tuesday night, Tamir Brown, a 5'11", 166-pound defensive back or athlete, as he's listed, from Jacksonville, North Carolina, committed to the 2021 class. We'll talk about that. The layout will be a talk about how the coronavirus and the shutdown of recruiting visits has affected UNC and, and certain recruits. We'll then talk about Samir Brown, and then we'll get into our uh, some advice we have from working from home and the top five, which we've got a good amount of responses to. The new top five is going to be top five um, bingeable, binge-worthy shows, right? Yes, binge-worthy shows, and and um, we want to exclude shows like Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, stuff that everybody knows about. If you haven't watched Breaking Bad, one, you should, and odds are you're not going to if you haven't already. Um, but you know, we want shows that um, aren't as common so we can kind of basically giving advice to everybody, for me and Ross and for everybody who's listening, just kind of, sh- I guess, sharing some thoughts on your top five, I guess, nine, nine known really well, you know. Yeah, sort of. and, oh, well, and we did com- we did comedies before, so mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure there's gonna be some comedies included. People might not remember what they said, so try to give us unique answers, uh, not the common common binge worthy ones like The Office or Friends, but uh, maybe some unique answers. But we'll see what we get, and it should help all of us have some maybe some new shows. I'm always looking for new shows on Netflix, HBO, Hulu, etc. Yeah, and I think we should emphasize dramas it could be like a comedic drama but something that you want to you know you put on the first episode and you know three hours four hours later um you know you're still watching it because it's just kind of it's just kind of um swooped you in or whatever um but but (laughs) yeah as as far as um submissions make sure that you tweet it at me at don callahan ic or PM it to me on um, Inside Carolina's message board. Um, also, and I have been kind of forgetting to do to mention this the past few podcasts. Make sure you send me your first name and your location. All right, we're not going to stalk you down. We're not going to go visit you. We're going to keep the social distance, but just so we can kind of add a little bit of uh, color to uh, your submission. Okay. All right, let's get right into it. Recruiting visits have been canceled both ways. So no coaches, no no players can visit either way. You know, UNC had a bunch of momentum with the four commitments in six days. And now they have – they had nine commitments. Last night they landed their 10th. So they're way ahead. They're ranked four in the nation. They're way ahead of a lot of other schools. But it did slow down UNC's momentum. It, it probably would have had a, a lot of people visit for spring game and for spring practices. And this weekend coming up was going to be a big – Visit with a lot of top, um, you know, top recruits, top uh, four stars and five stars. Don, give us a brief, a brief, you know, overlay of of how this has affected UNC's recruiting and recruiting in general. And we'll get to some particulars. Yeah, so I think it it, it kind of it did, like you mentioned, it slowed things down. There were some visits that are going to be pretty key 
that were probably going to lead to commitments. One example, and it still worked out in North Carolina's favor, is Tamir Brown. We'll get into his situation in more detail later on. But um, he was scheduled to visit on Thursday. And the, the feeling was, and he confirmed this, you know, during my interview with him after he committed was that he was going to commit on Thursday. Now, fortunately for North Carolina, he didn't need that visit and he decided to commit on Tuesday. But there's a lot of other situations, you know, like um, uh, Tony Grimes was supposed to visit, spend the entire weekend in North Carolina and and uh, Travion um, Henderson was supposed to visit and, you know, um, just a bunch of, you know, UNC's top targets sort of thing. Um, uh, Javari Ritzy, a defensive lineman, four-star defensive lineman out of Kernersville, North Carolina. He was supposed to visit on Sunday and then come back later on in the month. I mean, these would have been key in kind of keeping North Carolina's momentum with with all these guys. Yeah, I mean, Tony Grimes is a one of the top recruits in the nation, a five-star defensive end. It looks like he's announcing December 1st. Just click on his profile. I mean, number seven in the nation, so having him for a whole weekend, you know, maybe UNC's chances are – not not great for him, but you know, being in the in the loop for these five stars is good for optics. And who knows what could happen? When these guys visit. Same with Travion Henderson, a five star guy, top twenty in the nation, big time running back. Um, so they're missing out on these visits, but other schools are missing out on them too. Um, so it does kind of level the playing field. Now, one player that UNC was in on was Evan Pryor. He committed to Ohio State on Monday. Is that correct? Yeah, and and his was kind of. Sort of similar, not in North Carolina's favor, obviously, but similar to Samira Brown, where he and his family had planned a two or three day visit to Ohio State. And it was actually supposed to be for later on this week, ironically. And from what we were hearing from our sources, and, and we, we've been posting this stuff for weeks in the weekly scoop and mentioning it in weekly scoop. Um, if he if things were to, were to go as planned in Columbus, they were going to commit to Ohio State. Now, he obviously, knowing that that he wasn't going to be able to make that visit and not knowing when he was going to actually be able to get to Ohio State, probably wanted to secure his spot, you know, because Ohio State's recruiting a lot of other big-time running backs. So um, he just went ahead and committed to the Buckeyes on Monday, which is, you know, a little bit of um, – a little bit of a kick in the nuts for North Carolina because he's an in-state guy. He's one. He is an elite running back that UNC was was pursuing along with. We mentioned Henderson, and there's also Will Shipley. UNC's in on and Kamaro Edmonds, another in-state uh, four-star in-state running back that UNC's recruiting. So it's not like a huge, huge hit, but um, doesn't feel good for North Carolina for sure. Yeah, and I, I've written, you know, reading the message boards and whatever. And, and Travion Henderson is is crystal ball to Ohio State as well. What would happen if if he committed to Ohio State? Would would UNC you think be have a better chance of picking prior? I, I don't think so, and the reason being is that one, and I've said this a couple times, Ohio State operates under different rules. It's a it's a blue blood. It's it's kind of similar to you know how Clemson could wait until the last possible moment to offer. Trent Simpson and still land him where North Carolina, there's no way they could have done that. You know what I mean? Um, and it's the same sort of situation to where at UNC, UNC has to basically tell these guys, okay, you're going to be the only running back we sign in this class. Ohio state can say, Hey, you know, we're Ohio state. I mean, if you want to play for national championships, this is where you want to, you want to go. The other thing is, is that Ohio state's uh, running back room is, is pretty depleted. They were hoping to land, I think, a couple of guys with the last class ended up only landing one, and he and he's not an elite guy, solid player, but not an elite guy. So there's a lot more, I guess, room to play and room for two or two running back class for them. And North Carolina really overall was only going to take one anyway. But to go back to your 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 initial question, I don't I don't think that Pryor would um decommit because it's been pretty clear, at least to, in the public, that Ohio State plans to take two running backs. And you would hope, I would, I would, I would strongly assume that uh, Pryor and his parents are well aware that Ohio State is going to take a second, and that second uh, running back could be a guy like Travion Henderson. Who, who else does UNC turn to now at running back? It was the one in-state guy, right? Well, there's Kamaro Edmonds. 
is yeah. is the guy that that really likes North Carolina. He goes to Havelock, and UNC has had a lot of success recently at Havelock High School. It's a very pro UNC area. The coaching staff at Havelock is very. Um, I think that, that well, the head coach is a UNC graduate. Um, so there's him. There's Will Shipley, which is kind of you know UNC's kind of you know a long shot, but he's been talking, which is which is which is key. And then we mentioned uh, Travion Henderson, which I really believe UNC has a puncher's chance with him. You know, depending on how things kind of um, materialize with with the rest of his uh, options. Good stuff. Um, all right. Well, anything we need to talk about more about this coronavirus? I mean, I guess there's just a lot of unknowns. I mean, we don't know how long it's going to last. If, yeah, as a, I mean, right it could now, be into May and June that we're still having to deal with uh, restrictions and cancellations and social distancing. Yeah. So right now, the the sudden dead period that that we're under right now is set to go until um april 15th but i think everybody who is involved um they they believe that it's going to go beyond that um but a lot of it depends on what happens in the nation with all this stuff but you know once you start to kind of go beyond that then you're really taking away spring which is a big time for visits and then if you start going into the summer you know it's just it gets really crazy for these visits and it's going to make the season all that more important for these recruiting visits, which is what we aren't kind of accustomed to the past few classes because with the the early signing period and with the ability to take official visits in this in the spring and summer, a lot of classes are being completed before the football season begins or the majority of the class. You know, UNC only added a couple of guys during the football season, but now that's going to change. And really, you got to wonder if a lot of guys are going to sign in December or if you'll see a lot more. I think you have to assume that you're going to see a lot more sign in February, even though that's the trend has has been pushing towards December. But yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's all about the unknown. You know, no one knows what, um, you know, what's going to happen. And, and, and a lot of it's kind of out of out of the NCAA's hands. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. We're going to take a break now and talk about Giant T-Shirt and GiantT-Shirt.com. Now, we don't want you getting out and going on Franklin Street and mixing it up, but we do want to encourage you to visit GiantT-Shirt.com. We can get all your UNC apparel needs, sweatshirts, hats, T-shirts, pants, shirts, jerseys. Get it all at GiantT-Shirt and GiantT-Shirt.com. Make sure if you are a premium Inside Carolina subscriber, you can go on to the premium message boards, the um, Tar Pit board, and the UNC Basketball board and get the 10% off discount code for all your Johnny T-shirt purchases. That's good in person and online. So make sure you go to Johnny T-shirt and GiantT-shirt.com. They're local. They have great customer service. And we always want to support the independently owned small businesses. And in this time, I mean, not just, and just a PSA on my part, not just uh, you know, Giant T-shirt, but all these local restaurants and, and small businesses are, are really suffering in this time. So it's important to support local, locally owned small businesses that can be hit really hard when we have these restrictions like we do. Right, Don? No, absolutely. I mean, because I, I can't imagine. <laughs> we are fortunate that with with how our job operates, that, that nothing really has affected us too much. We have to get a little bit more creative with our content. But, I mean, I can't imagine some of these other businesses, how they're surviving when when you know, the, our government is telling us to stay home. Yeah. And, and some, in some cities they've canceled bars and restaurants. Um, and I think that's moving to different parts of North Carolina as well. Just encouraging people to stay at home and, and eat at home and not endanger other people. It's crazy times. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely support small businesses when you can, that, that goes for now and, and, and later on. Okay. Moving on, Tamir Brown. You know this recruitment. I think you know if you kind of we've been following UNC football recruiting, you probably got a sense this guy was going to commit to UNC at some point. I think that's the the vibe that Don always gave with him. He'd been a UNC lean. It was not if it was when he pulled the trigger late on a Thursday night. Luckily, Don was um, not asleep for this one. <laughs> Saw it coming. I had to text him though, right? Yeah, you texted me though. I was already like locked and loaded. Ready to post everything, but I but, always appreciate I always appreciate any helping hand, and really, to be honest, I appreciate any time that uh, that Ross reaches out to me and communicates with me, especially in this time of isolation. Yeah, it's, it's hey, this is another PSA. It's good to keep up social interactions. Check on a friend you haven't seen in a long time. 
text someone you haven't texted in a long time. Because you knows, texted this, me yesterday morning. Right? Yeah, we talk we talk a lot in general. I texted you for some work stuff, but uh, you know, well, some people yesterday handle... morning it wasn't. It was it was to see how I was doing. <laughs> That's right. I've been doing that a lot. It's important. Some people handle you know the social distancing and, and lack of social interaction. It can be negative for their mental health. Mm, um, yes, absolutely. So it's good to check in on friends and, and talk to someone you haven't talked to in a while. But yeah, so it was like ten fifteen. This guy committed. I was on the couch watching Netflix and saw a tweet. So I sent that to you a little bit earlier in the in the evening. But he committed. Weird timing. Uh, I don't know why he did it so late. <laughs> I mean, just do it in the afternoon. But uh, UNC gets like I said five ten one sixty six corner uh, ranked three sixty two in the nation, which is which is pretty good. Number twenty six athlete in the nation. Number twenty one in the state. And we're think, talking about one of the states with one of the, one of the more talented um, cycles in the state. So twenty one, you know, usually be kind of where UNC stops recruiting kids. But I'd say up to top thirty, top forty is where this class there still has a lot of talent. So Tamir Brown, I mean, I don't think it's a huge, huge get in terms of talent, but certainly an in-state player that UNC wanted and they got. Don, your thoughts on Tamir Brown? And then we'll get into get to his recruitment. Then we'll get into his game a little bit later. Yeah. So. Um... This is a guy that, based off what I was told very early on, Jay Bateman just fell in love with. And um, and so I, I think it's anytime you get a guy like – get a, a recruit like that, it's it's huge for your, your program because you don't – I mean, everybody focuses so much on the rankings, and I get it. I understand why that is. But I think there's – so much more value in getting guys that fit into your system. And we all know that Jay Bateman's system is very unique. He is able to fit a lot of different guys into his uh, positionless defense, but um, there are certain fits that, that are better than others. And I think this is a situation where, um, where he fits perfectly and, you know, he can, can develop into that, that cover corner that uh, Jay Bateman wants. Okay, so why did Jay Bateman like this guy? What what does he necessarily bring that you think stands out to him? Well, I I don't I don't exactly know. Other than the fact, I mean, I could just tell you that that he is a. I mean, he's your traditional best player on your t- on your high school team, so you throw him at quarterback, sort of thing. You he know, plays so quarterback. He plays quarterback, but I mean, he's not not a passing quarterback. It's when he passes, it's more of the the defense is kind of snoozing and has been keying on the run for for probably like three drives. And then he throws kind of like you remember what Georgia Tech underneath Paul Johnson, where yeah. they would get these. It was it was those sort of things with the passes. Um, but but he's super athletic, um, has a lot of agility, very slippery as a runner. Um, and you kind of look at just his athleticism while playing that running quarterback position. And you, you kind of project that that will transfer to the cornerback position and that he could develop into, you know, a, a cover corner, you know, the type that you can kind of put out on an Island and kind of say, just lock this guy down and um, have the faith that he's going to do that. So he does not play corner in high school. He plays a little bit, um, okay. but, um, and he played, so he, I'm going to go back into my, in my, um, my brain here. Um, so dark as place. a, yeah, it is a dark place. Um, and, and I see Ross sitting there in the corner. Um, so <laughs> as a freshman, he actually earned a, a starting um, spot at cornerback for Jacksonville High, which is actually one of the better programs. And I think it's, I think it's three a um, in, in the Eastern part of the state. Um, but, and this happened mostly this past season, they were like, they had a lot of, uh, they lost a lot of seniors and stuff. And they were like, all right, who's our best athlete? Let's put uh, that guy, meaning Tamir at, at quarterback. So, and, and typically what happens, you don't want your quarterback to get injured while playing defense. So you, you limit him on defense, but before this past season, he did play a lot of cornerback, but even, you know, in high school in general, and especially in the Eastern part of the state, you're not going to see a whole lot of passing offenses. So he's not even being tested as a true corner would be. So, um, but I think it, it speaks a lot that the fact that he earned a starting role as a freshman though, at that, at that position. Good stuff. All right. Tamir Brown, you know, he had, didn't have huge offers. NC state, app state, Charlotte, coastal Carolina, 
you know, a lot of the in-state schools and regional schools, Duke, uh, Georgia Tech, State, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest. So kind of that mid-level, like not the big national recruit, but some of the area schools and neighboring uh, states schools that offered him. Joins the 2021 class and gives UNC their 10th um, commitment. And to get a kid from Jacksonville, you know, it's good to kind of get kids from Eastern North Carolina and Greensboro and Charlotte kind of spread out and keep that wall being built around kind of the hot spots, you know, Havelock included and in some of these um, Eastern North Carolina cities. Yeah. And okay. the other thing that we haven't really gotten into or mentioned is that the second place team, and although it was a very distant second, is not, I'm not just saying that to, I guess, throw, you know, um, fuel to the fire sort of thing, but um, was NC State. So you, this is a situation where I know it doesn't feel like it because if it has felt like for a long time that it was a matter of time, just a matter of time when he was going to commit to North Carolina. But NC State was was probably the biggest threat. So to be able to take yet another recruit from your arch rival is is huge. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to get to the top five and Don's advice from working from home. We'll be right back. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we're back. Okay, so I think we got the football out of the way. Is there anything else you want to talk about from your um, from your weekly scoop? I went through it. We mentioned a lot of the effects of the, of the uh, coronavirus with all the big visits that aren't going to happen. You know, I mean, players in particular, Javari Ritzy was going to visit, correct? Uh, yes, Javari Ritzy was supposed to visit this past Sunday, and then he was going to come back in two weekends. But I think, you know, not just with that stuff, we also, which kind of got lost a little bit, is, um, so I believe it might be actually today, Wednesday. If not, if not Wednesday, it will be Thursday. 24-7 Sports is updating their 2022 rankings. And you might say, oh my God, why are we focusing on 2022 already? Well, I mean, really, those are going to be the guys that we're going to be focusing on. Well, normally we would be focusing on for visits during the fall. Um, but in preparation for that ranking update, I did a little bit of preview of the in-state group to kind of give you a sense of who are the top guys in-state and what the 2022 class is going to look like in-state. So um, I definitely urge at some point, it's not something that you need to look at right this second, but at some point look at just to kind of get a feel for what uh, some of the names that you you're going to need to know in the coming coming months. Yeah, the 2022 class. Check that out on the weekly scoop posted on Tuesday. I mean, some of the big names that we're kind of waiting for to make a decision are uh, Dilworth, who had a visit, a lot of visits coming up, so those are going to be canceled. And then uh, Javari Ritzy. Those are names that, you know, as an outside advisor, outside observer, I recognize that are big names in state that have not committed yet. Yep. All right, good stuff, Don. Thanks for your input there on that statement. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm, I was sidetracked I got I you you got you're messaging me on the side too and I think it's like work related and it ends up being just some uh commentary we'll say <laughs> okay all right so I mean that's that's it I check out the scoop there's a lot of good stuff on there and that's gonna conclude our football conversation now Don wanted to give some advice on working from home you know Don how long have you been working from home 10 years 15 years uh yeah it's, it's yeah that was invented uh, yeah yeah uh 10 15 years i guess um because i started this when i was in college and i had a i did have a 
part-time job at one point. But um, yeah, I mean, where, long time. Where was your part-time job? So I worked, the, I worked at Kohl's for four okay. years. The Kohl's place? Yes. And, and, but uh, my last job, I believe, was Dick Sporting Goods. Kohl's fired Customer me. Service. They fired you? Yeah, they fired me. Can both, you believe both that? Both fired you? No, no, Dick's. Both um, fired you? No, just Coles. Coles fired me. Okay. Why did they fire you? Um, <laughs> I was, all right, so I learned at a very early age that I could never work like a nine to five sort of thing. I'm the type where you give me a task and I'll handle it. Hopefully my employers in South Carolina feel like that's the case. Um, with Coles, I, I guess, you know, I would kind of show up late. And then always try to leave early sort of thing. And um, after four years of dealing with that, I guess they didn't like it too much. So, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Leaving. Uh, can't come late. And leave Have you ever been early. fired? No. Never. No. Okay. So, yeah. I can't believe you worked those two places. Okay. Working from home advice. I mean, I worked from home for whew, five years now. Almost five years. Almost six years, I think. Uh, let's get some basic advice because a lot of people work from home. Like a lot, I've seen on internet people giving advice working from home, and I'm like, it's not that hard. It's, it's kind of nice, you know. There's a lot of. Advantages. Well, I think there's certain. Well, I think there's certain people you have to have a certain mentality, and the reason why I say that yeah, is because okay. my. And I'll let you get to your point. I'm not going to try to to uh, talk over you on this whole thing, but <laughs> um, my wife roughly a year ago started working from home, and she really struggled with it, and. I mean, she's finally got the hang of it. She didn't use any of the advice that I gave her, but she finally got the hang of it. So, so yeah, it, it's definitely, I feel like for some people, it does take a little bit of getting used to because there's so many distractions, not just while you're working and, and you're hearing noise, but you're working and you're like, oh, I really wanted to watch that TV show that I DVR'd last night. Or, oh, I, you know, no. my friend asked me to go out for lunch sort of thing. And you kind of have to, you know, have the self-discipline to, to say no to those sort of things. Yeah, and I think our work is a little unique where it's not a nine to five. Like, you know, if we get our stuff done in the morning, there's some time in the afternoon, but we may have to work again at night. And there's just when, when, there, when the news happens, you have to take care of it. But there are a lot of downtimes as well. Um, but it is going to have a schedule. I like to work out in the morning and then sit down uh, 7, 8, 8.30 and start crushing out any work I need to get done as much as I can in the morning because I think that's the most productive time for me. Um, and I take a break for lunch and then allow some time to either exercise in the afternoon or finish some stuff I need to do in the afternoon. Um, I like to move around. So sometimes I'll sit on the couch and work. Sometimes I'll sit in a chair. I have a little workstation. I also have a, an outside patio where I work some if the weather's nice. And then I'll go to coffee shops as well. With this current situation, the coffee shops and, and places like that aren't probably the best choices now. So it is truly a work from home situation, but you know it's going to move around. It's good, to, you know. You don't want to get too sleepy. See a lot, of, a lot of different situations, but it's nice. I mean, I like the opportunity to eat eat from home. You know, snack, flip on the news. I watch sometimes I watch Sports Center and a lot of ESPN while I work. Um, but yeah, any advice, Don? Yeah. So, what, for what's me, your kind of work from home look like? Well, um, yeah, I don't have a a strenuous workout like you do, but I do. Wake up at six, do a workout, take a shower, and then I start actually working by by seven. Um, yeah, you're and, early. And then I I just I try to um, you know get done at least one piece of content. You know, definitely way before as 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 soon before lunch as possible. You know, I try to like nine ten ish time frame is where I try to go with. Um, a lot of phone calls and that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, I, I try to get the majority of my work done really by lunchtime as far as the stuff that I need, the content that I need to get up. And then I actually spend a whole lot of time just, you know, with my research and, and reaching out to sources and, and reaching out to kids and all that sort of stuff. That probably takes up the, the rest of the day, really. I mean, I kind of stopped working around four-ish, but there's times like, you know, there's, I know like, like for example, my daughter has a practice on Mondays. At, you know, I know that gym where I could sit and I can work for two hours and, and I'm good. So, but for me, it's just really just getting into the routine has been always been the key for me. I've, I've tried to, like I mentioned earlier, instill that in my wife. She still is just, you know, sometimes she wakes up at six in the morning. Sometimes she wakes up at nine and then she like wonders why she didn't get stuff 
you know, but so I, you know, that sort of thing. But so well, let me, let me, let me ask you. So how frequently do you go to coffee shops to work? Like I'm, I'm and I'm talking about when you're at home, cause obviously if you're on the road, that's a little bit different. Yeah. I used to go a lot more. I would go, uh, sometimes I go every day, but now it's a little bit less, maybe twice a week. And sometimes I go to the office. We have an office in Chapel Hill and it's essentially like a, you know, it's just a workspace without having to buy coffee. So, so I consider what, that. So I'll go two to three times a week, average. It just, it just depends. Because sometimes we have press conferences and basketball and football stuff, and I'll go and work at the Dean Dome or in Keenan Football Center. So are you one of those guys that has kind of like um, you have the gear sort of thing where you have like the the um, power strip that you plug in so that you can, you know, you know you're going to have electricity for with your laptop and to charge your phone and whatever else sort of thing. I mean, I bring, no, I don't bring a power strip. I have there's people that do that. And yeah, as needed, I will charge each device. I mean, that, that is a struggle to find an outlet near yes. your table. Yes. Um, so that, that is one struggle. And then I don't like to buy, I mean, I don't really like to spend a lot of money out to get what grow is save money. So I try not to have to buy coffee. Occasionally I'll buy something, but I also feel a little guilty I try to I try to work as far away from the cash register as I can, and that kind of goes against my supporting local businesses. But you know, but I love the, I, little money saving tip is make your coffee at home. The I love the guys who kind of come up and they're they're ready. They have everything they need. The one time I went to a coffee shop and the guy literally had you know those those um I guess those outdoor super long extension cords. He had one of those and the <laughs> power strip. And he, he had the entire table like set up for work and which I get it. You do what you got to do. I got to work on the road a lot. So I get it. But he would leave for like hours at a time to go. I think he was on the phone outside, which makes sense. Yeah. But I'm like, man, you're leaving all your stuff and and you're occupying a table that you're not really even sitting at. But, um, you know, this is a Panera and Panera's is a pretty understanding of all that. They kind of encourage it sort of thing. So, but. I'm not that far, but I am. I, I definitely search out to find the um, the re- receptacle so I can plug in my my laptop. I don't I don't like to lose energy. Do you work at a desk at home? So I'm kind of like man, you. Man gave yes. it up. I work. I work. At, well, you you've seen the man tower has my desk, and that's with my two screens, and I can see the TVs easily from there. So, so yeah. So, so some days I work there. Sometimes I just grab my laptop and sit on the couch up in the man tower. Sometimes, um, you know, my wife might say, "Hey, you want to come downstairs and work together?" And I'll bring <laughs> my laptop down to the living room, and she'll have her laptop. We'll kind of work, which is great because. You know, she's, I mean, we live together and we're around each other all the time. So we don't need to talk all the time. We definitely talk, but we're able to work together and she's not going to harass me and talk my ear off to where I don't get stuff done. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm like you. Where of, I, go ahead. A lot of time with your wife. It is. <laughs> it is. We were talking about the, the other day. Um, we do spend a lot of time together, but uh, which is good, which is good and healthy. You know, so maybe one day we can, instead of having working from home advice, we can give uh, marital advice. We no, yeah, we need dating day. advice from Ross because I yeah. I think that there are some women out there right now who are particularly in the Chapel Hill and Carborough area that are starving right now for Ross. Okay, carry on. All right. <laughs> Should we get to the top five, or do you have any more tips for? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Home. I mean, I guess. If anybody has any suggestions or advice, they can post in the comments. But um, I, I do miss working from an office. I worked from the 24-7 sports office in Nashville before I moved to Chapel Hill. And I love working there because, I mean, yeah, you have to go in and, and there's, you know, you have to, you have to kind of be on and there's, there's going through traffic and commuting and stuff. But it was cool because it was like all guys and TVs were on. People were making bets. We're talking sports. And you're there with all the recruiting guys. I work next to Barton Simmons and, and all the different analysts the and writers and Martin stuff. Simmons. Yeah. And um, so working from the 24-7 sports office headquarters in Nashville was really fun. Um, so that I do miss the social. Like we go get lunch, go get after work beers. Like So the social aspect of meeting people and working with people I do miss. 
because I don't, I, mean, I don't work with anyone. I don't meet any people. And, and that's a great way to expand your friend group and things like that. So that is the one negative, but I definitely don't miss the commute. I don't miss, you know, I, I can work in whatever sweatpants, my office, my desk is 10 steps from my bed. So there's a lot of benefits as well. Okay. Well, part, let's move that, on. That part of it before we move on is I love right, <laughs> yeah. n- right now I'm in my pajamas. Okay. I literally, <laughs> like I mentioned, so I do my workout, take a shower, throw pajamas on and i will be in my pajamas all day long i kind of i have like an outfit that sits next to my 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 bed that when i have to go to the store i just kind of throw it on or whatever but as soon as i come home i'm like mr rogers take it off and you know back on with the pajamas what are your pajamas what's the break it's just gym gym shorts and t-shirt what about what's what's your pajamas of choice i mean sweatpants uh, t-shirt sweatshirt or like more lounge shorts, t-shirt, sweatshirt. Gotcha. Okay. I was imagining you with like matching top and bottom um, plaid pajama, you know, actual pajamas. Gotcha. Okay. No, you know no, I'm about? pretty. Uh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like um, Christmas, like Christmas, like onesies, Christmas jammies. Yeah, yeah. Like and my entire family has the exact same outfit. Yeah. You know, we just kind of walk around. No, pr- I keep it pretty simple. So comfort is the key. Yeah. All right, that's enough of that talk. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We're moving on to the top five. We set this the last week. It was top five um, uh, gas station road trip snacks. I thought it was a great topic, and we got some good responses. And, yeah, let's dive in. We'll read three each, Don. Okay. Okay, and then we'll give our, we'll give our own. Okay, I will start. Biff from Mercury. Got another person from outer space. All right, number five, pork rinds. One of those guilty pleasures that I never have except for occasional road trips. Four, a frozen drink. Could be an icy frozen slushy or a slush puppy with extra squirts of flavor. Oh, oh my. Okay. Three, boiled peanuts. Regular or spicy, but some of my best I've ever had have been random gas stations on a road trip. Candy, kind of general. But he, he did specify Kit Kat or plain Hershey's or Skittles or Starburst. Starburst. And number one, glass bottle Coke. Grab one of these from the gas station cooler to this to this day makes me right uh, takes me right back to my grandma's porch as a child, knowing that all was right in the world. Very southern answers from Biff. Pork rinds, boiled <laughs> peanuts, glass glass bottle Coke. You probably never had either of those. Oh, um, you- yeah, I mean, I'm, I might have had a glass bottle of Coke. Um, definitely not pork rinds, though. Or boiled peanuts. Um, I've had boiled peanuts. I don't like them. My wife loves them. Um, I've had them where, you know, you're kind of driving through and they're like, make, they make it there sort of thing. Not, not, haven't been a fan. Yeah. So, all right. All right. All right. So I will go with jeremy from bahama north carolina he's a first time top fiver but a uh daily listener um number number five yeah and we love guys like this so you know we want more submissions more people kind of contribute um number five cream filled long john childhood favorite this is one of your favorites is it not ross i think that's your your big cream filled long john guy (laughs) okay number four lemon cream is it Nakat crackers? I don't know. I know what he's talking about, but those are weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number three, cinnamon toast crunch cereal bar, which kind of fits into our, our um, cereal conversation a few months ago. Number two, Reese's peanut butter cups. And number one, Carolina style Utz potato chips. Can't find these anywhere, which makes them taste better. I don't know what that is. Carolina style. Me neither. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'll start back from the bottom here. All right. Uh, Ryan from Chapel Hill. This one was easy for me since I go to DC often. Number five, Warheads. They can be tough to find these days, but growing up, the Warhead Challenge, where you put multiple candies in your mouth at once, was a family tradition. Nothing like the Warhead Challenge with your family. Gummy worms. They must be worms. The bears just don't do it for me. Three, trail mix. Just reach to the bag and out for just happiness. Two, Gatorade. Don't need any caffeine on the road since rest stops can be far apart. And one, beef jerky, the perfect snack for long drives. 
All right. I'm going to go with um, Oldie But Goodie, Dale, always submitting him from Waxhall, North Carolina. Number five, Chex Mix, healthy snack to counter the Funyuns. Number four, Sunflower Seeds. Number three, Monster Blue Energy Drink, if extra energy is needed. Number two, Funyuns, premium road trip fuel. And number one, Big Gulp, or equivalent large soda, seems counterintuitive for a road trip, but forces me to stop and stretch every couple of hours. That's To me, that's a big thing. I try to really um, not drink a whole lot because I, I, I don't like stopping. I don't want to stop at all. Yeah. Okay, Jake from Salisbury, Parrotman 2. I guess this may be his IC screen name. Five bottled water. My only healthy option here, but sometimes the – Whistle needs wetting, and the water just hits a spot. Four, Little Debbie oatmeal cream cookie. They are good. I can't figure out how Little Debbie didn't become Big Debbie if she ate <laughs> if she ate at all at all the dishes snacks they produce. Do a little commentary there. That's uh, so what we call them, Big Don, right? That's right. Three, coffee, especially in the morning for an early road trip. Pretty self-explanatory there. Two Lance crackers, toast cheese to be exact. Exact. They're the gold standard in cheese crackers or nabs, as a good old southerner would call them. And one fountain fountain diet coke. Nothing tastes better than a carbonated fountain drink. All right, All right and so your last one. My last one, Rupert from Pluto, another out of space uh, listener. Um, number five, uh, Sour Patch Kids. Number four, any ninety nine cent Arizona iced tea product. Number three, beef jerky. Number two, twisty, squirty, top uh, Gatorade. Elite. Okay. Um, and number one, flaming hot Cheetos. All right. Let's, let's go into ours. Why don't you do your top five first? I'll do my top five. We'll okay. wrap it up. All right. So like I said, I try to really avoid – I do have one exception, but I try to, do, to avoid drinking as much as possible because that's going to make me want to pee. And make me stop, which I try to uh, not have to do. Um, most of mine are more to kind of cure the boredom. So obviously not to fill me up. It's just to kind of keep me occupied. Um, number five, to me, Tasty Cakes. Um, I mean, I have my favorites. Love the Crimpets. I really, my favorite all time is the chocolate eclair pie. Um, but, I mean, all this, you know, Tasty Cakes in general, hard to find in North Carolina. Yeah, um, I've never heard of that. Never heard of Tasty Cakes or the Chocolate Claire Pie? Either of those. All right, tasty, tasty if you see Tasty Cakes, you, um, I believe you can get them at like a Walmart. You can get the Crimpets and the um, the Peanut Butter Candy Cakes. Delicious. Okay. Awesome. I've never heard of it. Is it Tasty oh. Cake with a K? Uh, no. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that the Peanut Butter Candy Cakes, though, is the candy is spelled with a K, but I think Tasty Cakes is just a, just a C. No, it, it's K. It's from Philadelphia. It's, Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's Tasty Cake with a K. How do, you not, how do you not know how they're spelled? I don't know because I just eat them. <laughs> okay. All right. Number Never four. heard of that. It's awesome. If you see it, grab it, eat it. Promise. Or I'm gonna have to, next time I see them, I'm going to have to grab them. And since we have to keep our social distance, maybe I have to like mail it to you or something. Okay. Um, number four, gummies. I like those. You know, they have those big – usually it ends up being those, um, those gummy lifesavers. Um, they have those big bags at um, gas stations, but I mean, any sort of gummy is good. And it's just, like I said, just kind of the, the monotony sort of thing. Um, along those same lines, Sour Patch Kids, I love sour stuff. So um, Sour Patch Kids, you know, combines the gummy, takes a little bit longer to eat. I love Warheads also, but if I had to choose between the two, Sour Patch would be my choice. Number two, Mountain Dew. So this is for if I'm driving at night and I need something to kind of keep me awake, I'm, I'm going to reach for the, the Mountain Dew. I love Code Red, although mm. those have become um, not that easy to find anymore, but um, I'll settle for a Mountain Dew. And number one for me, is, and this is by far number one because of the fact that it's um, it really takes a long time to eat sunflower seeds. So I love to get some sort of cup or something and just eat sunflower seeds for, you know, a long time and, and spit the seeds into, into a cup for my entire trip. That really kind of keeps me from just getting super bored. If uh, the podcasts that I'm listening to aren't doing it. All right. So what's, what are yours? There you go. Um, okay. I'll go try to get an order here. Um, I'll go pork rinds number five that I actually, it's the only time I would get them kind of similar to what, um, 
one of our listeners said, I would never, I don't try not to eat them. They're kind of nasty. I don't know. It's kind of weird eating about thinking about eating the rind of a, of an animal, but they're good. And it's kind of a Southern thing. So it's good for a road trip. Sour gummy worms. Number four, you got to have one sweet thing. Like, you know, you can go salty, some salty snacks, but you gotta have a sweet snack as well. And I like sour gummy worms. Number three, my drink of choice would be a cherry Coke with um, the crushable ice. The, the kind of pellet ice would be ideal, but I do like cherry Coke um, over over any other kind of soft drink. Number two, beef jerky. That's a, I mean, that's a go-to snack anytime. Get the protein. It's delicious, and uh, it is expensive, but uh, sometimes on road trips, beef, beef jerky is the move. And then no one had this, but this is a, a Ross Martin tradition. I do it every once in a while, but combos. Mm, the uh okay. are you familiar with those i am 100 percent. yeah the kind of pretzel or kind of you know not dough but a hard kind of cook uh cracker inside is a little weird little paste the combos i uh, usually go you know pepperoni pizza or one of the cheese varieties all right sound good yeah yeah so remember all next right, week the- we have uh top five binge worthy shows um and and let's let's stay away from the the ones everybody knows about walking dead you know um breaking bad those sort of things sopranos um and send it to me don or at don ic on twitter and then on or don callahan ic on twitter and then uh uh just don callahan on inside carolina there you have it all right guys thanks for listening Thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. price 